This podcast is suitable for anyone between the ages of 16 to 25. Three reasons you should listen. One, you get to learn stuff nobody's ever going to teach you, even schools. Two, you get to laugh and relax after a long day at the lecture room or a long day at work. Three, you get to relate to all of its content. Welcome to the Sweet and Sour Podcast. My name is Abdulmumini Hikmat and if this is your first time listening to this amazing voice, don't make it your last and if not, let me hear you say H to the I to the Q, to the M to the A and the T. H to the I to the Q, to the M to the A and the T. H to the I to the Q, to the M to the A and the T. Hello, how you doing? I hope you've been having an amazing day. Welcome back to the Sweden Sa podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking about periods and stuffs. And I'm really excited about this episode because... I have a real life doctor here with me. Thank you so much, doctor, for agreeing to do this with me. Um, first of all, let me ask you first: How does that? How does that feel like when you when you have doctor in front of your name? Yeah. So, um, having a doctor in front of your name is a great responsibility, and uh, really is a great one, and not just for people in the healthcare sector. Um, people in other sectors too, you know, um, it's it's really something that uh, yeah you look forward to, and at the same time when you get it, you know, it's more like you with uh, that much um, uh, with that title comes great responsibility, right? You know, uh, but in healthcare, people people kind of expect you to know everything in this world, like they expect to you know just ask you any kind of question you know that is health related and they expect you to know everything nobody knows everything except god of course <laughs> so you know it's impossible to know everything and I, i've seen some people get angry that the doctor did not know a, an answer to a particular question and i mean it's kind of you know permit me to use the word crazy on your show but you know it's um i don't know no one knows everything in this world it's totally impossible you know only god knows right you know that is not to say you know you should not um try to or strive to achieve or attain some level of knowledge but uh that is to you know tell you how much you know responsibility a lot of people place on these things you know in fact people expect you to do magical things like <laughs> just you know lay your hands on someone and the person gets healed kind of thing so it, it, it's more or less like your it's more or less like your podcast you know it's uh, kind of a sweet and sour thing <laughs> well could you please give us a little introduction about yourself hmm what do i say about myself Okay, so uh, my name is Nicholas Ate, I'm a doctor, so a lot of people just call me Dr. Nick, and um, I'm a surgery resident, I work in the University College Hospital Ibadan, and um, I also podcast, <laughs> I'm the host of the Little Bits of Stuff podcast, and um, I also do a lot of other things, I, I try to read novels, I also uh, do a lot of uh, tech. I do. I'm into web development and things like that. I love video games, and um, I, I like to hang out and meet new people. So, yeah, this is this is just uh, something short about me. I asked you guys to send me all of your weird questions about periods, and 
we've got tons and tons of them and some of them were really similar to one another so we're just going to be shortlisting and then answering them and that's why doctor is here today to help you guys doctor are you ready are you ready for all the red questions <laughs> of course i'm ready for all your questions <laughs> uh period wahalasha a lot of issues but uh let's see what we can do so bring it on so on to the first question i finished my normal period cycle last week and this week i saw traces for two days not anything heavy what could be the cause of that please so if you spot after your normal periods it's also known as um, intermenstrual bleed and it's also called um what is it now metroradia right um there are several causes most of the time it's um common things that you know uh, these are questions that you need to ask yourself are, are you on any uh hormonal contraceptive because usually at the beginning of this uh using these drugs uh it may definitely cause some spotting even after your normal periods if you've used postinol maybe because you had sex and you needed an emergency contraception or something like that it may, you know, cause you some intermenstrual bleed or, or spotting uh, or what you felt was uh, traces of blood, right? If you had sex, you know, during this period, it may, especially if, if I mean, the vagina was dry, it may definitely, you know, you may get some injuries there and have some spotting or it may also you know trigger some bleeding you know and then depending on how rigorous the sex was <laughs> so it may you know trigger some um bleeding and all that maybe some old blood you know trickling down into your panties okay um if you have an infection it's also possible to bleed definitely you may have some you know traces of blood coming down there or if there's some growths in your vagina you may have some uh, spotting too. Again, um, like I said, it's um, something that may just happen maybe because of stress, you know, uh, or things like that. I don't want to start scaring people with the fact that it may be cervical cancer, which in fact it may be, though rare in young people. Uh, but of course, um, these are things that you may need to consider. It may be what we know as a cervical ectropia, and that's where your cervix is just um, a little bit uh, very sensitive and bleeds easily on contact. So there are several reasons, and it may just be nothing. Again, uh, like I said, or like I usually say, if it's just a one-time occurrence, you may, for things like this, you may just you know watch it and see if it happens again. If it happens again, definitely go see your doctor. If it never happens again and you don't feel any other changes about your body, your menstrual period, or anything like that, of course, it may just be a one-time occurrence. It's not everything that has a, an explanation. It's not everything that has uh, a basis for it. It's not everything that, oh, okay, so I couldn't eat this afternoon, so I must see a doctor. No. It may just be your body, you know, not really needing anything as at that moment. And um, you, you don't go see a doctor because of that for loss of appetite or something. Not to say that this uh, issue is uh, that simple, but I'm just trying to, you know, tell you that 
it's possible for you to have it as a one-time occurrence and there's really no problem and there's really nothing to worry about so yeah there are several causes for that but if it's just a one-time occurrence i mean these causes that i've listed i mean it won't make it a one-time occurrence they, they are usually going to also give some other symptoms that you uh would also be worried about and they may also you know not just make it a one-time occurrence it will definitely happen again most likely number two is it normal to feel sexually aroused during periods i've had i've actually had this uh, question a whole lot of times and um <laughs> of course i myself have you know had ladies talk about it uh, getting sexually aroused during the periods um <laughs> it, it does happen again a lot of things are you know under research uh, for female problems and female issues especially these issues and um yeah a whole lot of things also depend on um, hormonal imbalances, hormonal uh, changes and things like that. And so it's absolutely normal to have um, um, sexual urges during periods or just before your period. I mean, look on the bright side. You can definitely, you know, have sex and um, <laughs> go to town with it without, you know, actually getting pregnant. But I mean, I'm not uh, encouraging fornication here. But the, the, the thing is, is um, it's um, some have attributed it to um, changes in testosterone level this time around and your estrogen level uh, during uh, your periods and um, some have said it's just an offshoot of you know when you have your ovulation and you also have these sexual urges but a lot of people have talked about during uh, periods having um, um, sexual urges and and that's why there's also this question that comes up like can you have sex during your periods because of course um, the blood is coming out and everything it's messy and um, well <laughs> that's a discussion for another day but yeah um, it happens and it's it's normal this one says cramps is painful can one do her period without having cramps can one do periods without cramps? <laughs> I understand that cramps are painful. Uh, <laughs> I've never had one before. It's just uh, what uh, women say, and it's definitely, uh, definitely painful. And um, uh, yeah, you can have periods without uh, without cramps. A lot of people have periods without cramps, and it, it's it's normal, absolutely normal, to have periods without cramps. It is not to say that um, you can uh, then uh, not have uh, reasons why you may need to see a doctor but if that has been the case right from time then yes you can have periods without cramps it's absolutely normal there are people that have never ever experienced period cramps before in their life and you i mean you can't just come to the hospital because of that but if you've been having periods without cramps i mean if you've been having periods with cramps every uh period of your life and then you start having it um subsequently without cramps like for a long period then you may i mean some people still get worried you know about that and they want to see the doctor but uh, really if your cycle is the same uh, every other thing about your period is the same you may not actually need to get worried the next goes i love being on my period 
but then the cramps is always too much and I do have pimples during that period. Why is that so? What happens? If the cramps are too much or you have these um, pimples, what we know as period pimples or period acne, uh, I mean, well, first of all, period acne or period pimples are normal. <laughs> there are a lot of things that are normal with periods. And it, everything is just explained away with these hormonal imbalance things, right? Hormonal changes and things like that. So there's really most of the things you'd see about periods. Maybe in some other episodes or something, then we, that we can come and then talk about uh, what are the normal things that you should see during your periods or what... Uh, um, what do you call it? What are the things that can happen during your periods? And of course, you see it's normal, right? I, I think I've done some episodes like that too on my podcast. But I mean, if you think about it, there are a whole lot of things that can happen during your periods or even uh, the days preceding or after your periods. And that's why we had the issue of premenstrual periods, uh, premenstrual syndrome, you know, with a whole lot of uh, issues that can happen from depression to not even feeling like eating to shouting on your next door neighbor, you know, and things like that. So period acne is definitely one of the things that happen you know, during your periods. And it's absolutely normal for that to happen. Uh, having cramps that are too much to bear uh, definitely may need, I mean, you may need to seek some attention for that, you know, but um, again, it depends on your pain threshold. It, it may just be nothing. It may just be you uh, having um, not been able to bear that much pain, naturally speaking. You know, not that I'm saying that you, you can't be a pain, but um, that for some people might just be like, oh, it's nothing. So it may also account for the reason why a lot of people go to the hospital because they think their periods, uh, their cramps are too painful. And, you know, they do like a whole lot of tests and all that and nothing is found. It's normal to not found, find something you know and then at the same time because your pain could just be someone else's you know i can play football with this kind of pain all right so it may not necessarily mean that there's something there but again pain is pain if you if you feel like you can't bear this pain and it's too much you should go to the hospital and seek attention and seek care um, again there are a whole lot of things that can cause cramps that are too painful you know, from having endometriosis to having uh, ovarian cysts and a whole lot of things like that. So you you definitely may want to see a doctor for uh, cramps that are too much to bear, like too, too much to bear, like very, very de debilitating. You know, and this is the first time actually <laughs> that I'm seeing someone who loves periods. <laughs> Most ladies would say they wish they wouldn't have those cramps, you know. Some would say, why did they even have to have periods? Because, of course, the cramps come with it. But uh, you love cramps. I'm happy to hear that you love cramps. I mean, you love your periods. I'm happy to hear that you love your periods. And, yeah, I, I actually look forward to meeting you. I'd like to ask you some questions. <laughs> the next goes, my cramps are so bad that sometimes I feel like I might die. And my body gets used to the drugs I use. After some time... The drug doesn't stop the pain in the normal dose. Let me be very clear. If you have cramps that are so much you feel like dying and drugs are not working for you, 
the the real problem here is that you've not seen your doctor i think that's the the fundamental issue here right because if you have this sort of cramps this severe kind of cramps and um, we should not be talking about it on a podcast you should be talking about it in a consulting room actually you know with your doctor with your gynecologist and you should be you know uh, talking about how to solve this issue because um yeah we prescribe um, um meds pain meds for some kind of cramps and of course um there are other measures we take for those kind of cramps you know to try and alleviate the pain a little bit right but it's not um, um, something that you need to you know self-prescribe for it's not something that you need to go take over the counter meds for it's something that you need to see your doctor there may be the reason there may be a reason why you're having this much pain and there may be a serious reason why you're having this much pain so you need to see your doctor as soon as possible and really that's that's what i'm going to say about this the next says there are many times my period skips for five months do i need to see a doctor or would it stabilize so if if your period skips for up to five months you definitely need to see a doctor there's no two ways about this there's 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 <laughs> there's nothing like let's watch and see what happens right once your period is, skips for more than 90 days you definitely have to see a doctor unless you're pregnant well of course if you're pregnant then you should know right so if you're if you have periods that skip there are a whole lot of things there's a bunch of things in my head right now that could be wrong which we can't go into because uh, that's not the scope of this discussion but if you have i repeat if you have um, periods keeping for more than 90 days you should see your doctor yours is up to five months and it's definitely dangerous you know not seeing your doctor so i would advise you to go seek medical care and or medical advice uh, so you could uh, know what is actually going on and solve it as early as possible so on to the next question some people have cramps days before or after their periods why is that why do you have cramps before your period okay so cramps before your period can also be normal and it's uh, totally fine especially when it's mild and it, it can happen as a result of what we know as uh, premenstrual uh, syndrome Premenstrual syndrome usually happens days or three to five days, some even up to a week before you have your period. And the uh, reason why uh, women have premenstrual syndrome has been debated for a long time. No real reason is there, but they have these mood changes, they have eating habits, different kinds of things, irritability, depressed, and at the same time they can have cramps, usually at the lower back or at the back and they uh, they're usually not that severe uh, but if you're having severe cramps before your period then you may need to get worried a little bit and um, there are several reasons why that may be it could be an ovarian cyst it could be an endometriosis bottom line you need to see your doctor if you have severe cramps even be before your period and then you know let the, uh, a doctor check you examine you and uh, take a history from you who knows you may find something else that's the cause of uh 
uh, those cramps before your period. On my day one, my flow is slow. The following days are a rush, but on the last two days, it slows down again. Is it normal? I'm in straight for about six to eight days. So on day one, your period is slow. The following days, it's a rush, and then at the end, it becomes slow again. Um, it's your pattern, right? You menstruate six to eight days. So it's your pattern. Um, the thing about menstrual periods is that it's not a one, one size fits all kind of thing, right? The typical thing that you see out there, uh, maybe in the books or um, generally or what uh, a lot of people would have told you is that the periods, you know, starts like a rush and then decrease as the days go by. Now, uh, I've also seen people who have this light period initially and then rush and then the ends becomes uh, slow. So usually what happens for a lot of people is that at the end it becomes lighter and then goes away. In fact, it just becomes more like spotting at the end, you know, and then goes away. And I've definitely seen a lot of people uh, that have this um, initial slow and then it, it rises, you know, to um, the level where it's rushing. So I, I, I have not seen a, um, anything that says that is absolutely abnormal. And I, I think if yours has been that pattern right from time, then it's definitely nothing to worry about at this time unless there are some other changes uh, why i'm careful saying that there's nothing worry to worry about is if there are some other changes of course i'm not uh, you're not sitting across a table in a consulting room right now so i can't ask you uh, some other questions uh, but if there's some other changes that you're noticing then if you tie everything together there may be something that uh, you may want to worry about but just on the uh, you know offshoot that this is just the only issue uh, that um, it's initially slowed and rushes then there's there's absolutely nothing wrong about that if your menstrual period lasts six to eight days again consistently and um, it's uh, not as if you have this heavy bleeding heavy bleeding every time uh, then of course it's it's fine um, by definition it should be seven days but some have also come out to say hey it should be eight days and and if it's seven days let's even assume it's definitely seven days by a whole lot of very big authorities anyway um, eight days is, is not uh, something to start <laughs> rushing to the hospital in the middle of the night for right so eight days is, is still fine by me um, again like I said if it's not that you have this heavy 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 bleeding right that would uh, also be would be worrisome then eight days is is, is good you, you can go about your normal activities uh, so that's uh, that will be uh, that about that so this one says I get migraines every time I'm on my period is that normal so yes uh, women have a lot of uh, hormonal changes during their cycle and um, they can have headaches due to those hormonal changes or have headaches during their menstrual cycle. Uh, usually they call that the menstrual migraine. It happens to a lot of people so you are not alone in this. And um, the real cause for it is not uh, that clear yet. 
but it's still due to hormonal changes uh, from uh, estrogen to progesterone and uh, it has been postulated that when estrogen dips very low uh, during your cycle and especially before your period uh, it's usually what causes the uh, menstrual migraine um, it shouldn't be uh, that uh, worrisome if it happens once in a while but if it happens like every other day or if it happens like every time, you may need to see your doctor and just, you know, get it checked. So here comes the last question. I would like to know if it's normal for a menstruation duration to last more than four days, say five to six days. Of course, it's normal for your menstrual duration to last more than four days. I mean, five to six days is definitely normal. Okay, so let me break it down this way. Periods last a typical of two to seven days. In fact, some will tell you two to eight days, but most the consensus is that it lasts two to seven days, right? So you have nothing to worry about if yours is between five to six days. If it lasts less than two days consistently, let's say maybe for about three months, then you may need to see your doctor. Of course, there may be something going on there. Why I said two to three months is because um, I mean, that's uh, a lot of um, issues to sort out, a lot of factors to consider because there are several things. Periods are, they are just like human beings. They have, a, it's like they have a mind of their own. It's like they, they are affected by any little thing. You change an environment, it affects your period. You don't, you're, you're not talking, you're beefing your mom, it affects your period. Um, you decide to go to work earlier than usual every day does a change in activity or you're stressed more than before and all that it affects your period so periods change and they also change their mood very easily right so if you have a change in a period let's say it comes just two days this month of course there may have been some factor i mean you're not eating right it changes your period uh, there are a whole lot of things you you you're emotionally down and all that it affects your period so i mean one month change okay fine you may decide to keep it that way uh two months well yeah you may you know just be like okay it's a coincidence of course when it's like three months four months then it's no longer a coincidence and you may definitely then need to see a doctor to sort that out right if it's more than seven days by definition then you may have what we call menorrhagia okay so more than seven days is menorrhagia some have also said more than eight days is menorrhagia periods are a debatable topic anywhere any day the consensus is the consensus that we have out there is you know very uh thin and all that and a lot of people are still you know doing some research about a lot of things but these are the definitions and these are the things you need to have in mind that um two to seven days fine less than two days worrisome greater than seven days or eight days no problem if if you i mean there's a problem if you have consistently maybe eight days thereabouts you know and really because these things can be individualized so if you have like eight days consistently is usually no more than eight days seven days eight days then you know it may just be normal because uh it's been consistent it's been like that it's never extended to nine days ten days eleven days or twelve days you know so it's uh definitely something that you may just you know have to keep in mind and you know when to see a doctor when it's uh, becoming worrisome 
For more health-related content, check out Dr. Nick's podcast at Little Bit of Stuffs with Nick. Let me say it again, Little Bit of Stuffs with Nick. And I'm sure you guys already know that he's very brilliant and talented. So you should be expecting interesting episodes from him. And you can also ask him questions and comments, follow him just, you know, for health-related content. Thank you so, so much for creating time out of your busy schedule to come and help me and help us know more about things that happen to us that we don't understand. I hope to be as brilliant as you someday. Thank you so much. Brilliant as me? How now? So you want to watch me? <laughs> you want to watch me with your podcast? Abby? It's all right. Uh, no worries now. <laughs> no worries. Well, it's my pleasure being here with you. And it's a great opportunity to be on a podcast with a, with a living legend like you. I actually, you know, did not uh, know or did not think that, you know, I would have you know, this one chance in my life, to, you know, to actually have a conversation with you and, uh, you know, be enlightened and, you know, very uh, in several ways. So thank you for having me and, you know, thank you for having me on your show. I'm sure we're aware of how doctors can be very busy, so... We are very lucky to have had a doctor come and explain stuff like this to us. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share, make sure you comment, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Twitter and Sapod. And until we hear from you again, goodbye.